Algar Productions. Algar Productions. I'm Amanda, and this is Al. Hello. And we're trying. This time we indoor skydove and cooked with a pressure cooker. It's our danger spectacular. Danger? Danger! You the the thing that was the most dangerous is maybe not the one you would think. <laughs> Continue listening to find out which. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now. It was the pressure cooker. Oh, scary! So scary. Let's tear that band-aid off oh. since we only have about five minutes worth of material on that before we get to the cool thing. <laughs> No, people are really interested in our pressure cooking adventure. The thing is, we got one anyway, and we might as well, like, this is what's going on in our lives, and we might as well lump it in since it's sort of thematically linked to the other thing. And people love hearing us talk about food. Apparently so. At least one listener has mentioned that they like to hear us talk about food. But then another listener said they like to hear us talk about paintings, so who knows? Who knows? Tell us. Write in. Yeah, tell us. I don't remember which email address I gave you. (laughs) Podcast at algar.com. That'll get to me. Um, but pressure cookers, both of us remember back in the day when they were like super, super dangerous and people would die using them. Yeah. Um, and they would explode up people's faces. It is literally the metaphor people use to describe a tense situation. Oh man, the city is like a pressure cooker right now. (laughs) So scary. Something's going to... Something's going to blow up. And like, and, so that that is the standard symbol for things are tense and something's going to explode. And they're not really scary anymore. No, like they've not. got, I'm going to put a picture in the um, the show notes where it talks about it's like 35 fail safe features. Yeah, that um, was, that was what sold us on it. It's like, we got it at Target. It's not like we went to a special place and got like a fancy, like we don't, we're, we're not in the income bracket or the we're not really discerning kitchen people. Like, we wouldn't go to a fancy place and buy the nice. Also, I don't like to cook if I could just have a, like Yeah, but a, this is a labor-saving device, which is meant to make you cook less. Yeah, that's that's why I'm into it is because it. But I just I want to clarify to our listeners. Yes, we are one of those great double-income, no-kids households. Yes. But we still do not have the money or the discerning pallets to like go to the fancy kitchen or the place interest and, like i don't even know what stores i know those stores exist and i can't think of the names of them even bed bath and beyond no, that's for bath stuff there's kitchen places that sell nice upscale kitchen, appliances sink and beyond and beyond <laughs> you, you kind of lose the <laughs> alliteration with that no kitchen sink and kingdom <laughs> that wasn't very good butthead <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, we went to Target and we bought a hundred dollar, like just so you know which one specifically we're talking about. We bought the the hundred dollar mid-range pressure cooker. And using it the first time, you're reading through all of the instructions and stuff. Well, I'm reading through the instructions and stuff because I love instructions. Yeah, thankfully, as someone with ADD who lives with someone who doesn't have ADD, I can say, can you please read this and then summarize it for me? Because <laughs> I my my eyes are going to wander. You know me well enough that you can put this in un- language that I could understand. <laughs> Make sure there's water in it. Don't explode up the house. Yeah, like r- reduce it to the salient points mm. and keep me interested. And d- don't touch this because steam comes out in a terrifying gust. Well, that was the most terrifying thing about mm. it is the steam release valve is not really a valve. It's just kind of a flimsy plastic piece that if you touched it directly with your hand you would get scalded yes and it comes out like a lot yeah you have to use like a pair of tongs or something and uh, that's not great 
Anyways, it makes, I am a huge proponent of the nourishing gruel uh, method yeah, of eating. Both of us are like cooking, like food is a th- is a necessity. Like we like good food, but we also like, especially on like a work night, like ugh, it's been a long day. I just want my body to shut up and give it the, the protein and calories and vitamins that it needs. So it will leave me alone. Yep. I enjoy, I would say maybe three meals a week. That yeah. I really, really enjoy. Yeah, that's rest, about right. Yeah, the rest of it is just like, oh, it's well, you, time to eat again. You do Soylent. Oh, everyone will think I'm a douchebag. Oh, stop it. It's because I am a douchebag. No. I, it's a meal substitute, that's all. You're not, like, going on about your neck beard, self-sustaining, organic farm or whatever. Uh, it's probably not like that. It's probably also giving me cancer, but it means that I don't have to worry about lunch at work. Yeah, and because I was fairly recently, well, it's been two years now, but uh, diagnosed as pre-diabetic, I, it's, there's too much carbs, I can't do it, unfortunately, but <laughs> before then... You have to make lunch. Yes, I do, and I hate it. <laughs> but I've found some protein bars that work for me as the same kind of thing. My breakfast in the morning is just a bar, and I'm done, because we both feel the same way. This yeah. is a tedious chore, so a labor-saving device in the kitchen is good for us. But a lot of the recipes are like... Put a thing in and then cook it for an hour. Oh, yeah. Cook then, this in a frying pan. And then take it out of the pressure cooker and put it into a frying pan and fry it and then put and everything... Chop some vegetables. And put everything back in the pressure... I'm not doing any of that. No, what we wanted was something like the crock pot, which is dump the ingredients in, turn it on, and then have food. I have found for the stuff that I like plenty of recipes that are chop up everything, put it in there, and then go away. Well, a+. and it's so basically it's like a crock pot on fast forward. Yeah. It, it does the same thing, only you get it in half an hour instead of having to wait all day. Yeah, I'm into it. Which is good. I, everything I cooked in it gave me the, just, it just said no. Just a, just a light that said no, no. It was scarier than no well, because it said burn. Right, that's true. But one word, four letters, like, uh, what does this mean? And the first time we're using it, we're freaking out a little bit because we're worried we're going to explode up the house. Mm-hmm. And the thing is yelling burn and beeping at us. And mm-hmm. I'm flipping through the pamphlet yeah it doesn't say burn in there anywhere it doesn't say burn it does say yogurt uh which is i'm sure very helpful if you're making yogurt but if the thing is yelling at you that it's going to be on fire which is what i thought that it meant yes burn burn it's burn yeah now why would there be a warning warning yogurt (laughs) what what is the situation (laughs) i understand setting it to prepare Yogurt yogurt alert yeah, I don't really get... I mean, that's better than black alert. <laughs> I mean, what what isn't? That's but true. It, it's the worst alert. That's true. Oh. Spoilers for... Uh, Star Trek Discovery. M- many episodes from now on the post-atomic horror. Um, uh, but yeah, everything I make, apparently I don't put enough, like liquid in there because it collects on the bottom and starts to burn and there's like this this caked on like like when you melt cheese on the bottom of a frying pan or something like that and, uh. what is cool is that if it would have been better if it told us this we had to go to to reddit to find out Ugh. that it it's telling you it is going to burn so it's actually giving you like pre-warning that it's going to burn which is kind of cool yeah it's sensing something is collecting on the bottom and it's like hey this probably isn't going to cook right. You need to fix that. I'm not going to activate the pressure until you fix it. Which means it was one of the things so it doesn't explode up the house and you don't ruin your food. Right. The problem is everything I made did that. And I followed the recipes exactly. I put in the exact amounts. I even, I thought the I, the issue was I wasn't using enough water or some kind of liquid base. So I put a little more of that in there. Didn't matter. So I give it like a three. I give it like a seven. I am kind of enamored with it. 
It is, I just chop up a bunch of things and then put it in and then I go away and then there's food for the entire week. Yeah. Hooray! All right. So that's over with. Let's talk about the cool thing. The yeah. thing that the show's really about. Oh, man. It was real cool. Yeah, it was. Um. So why don't you first describe exactly what we did? Because we didn't really go skydiving as such. No, it's a thing called iFly. Mm-hmm. And um, what that is, is it's uh, like a wind tunnel mm-hmm. that you go into that's done with big fans. What they told us is professional skydivers practice in these. Yeah, so that they can learn how to do their moves. So it's the same experience as skydiving, but you're not actually jumping out of a plane. Also, it's cheaper and you don't have to do a bunch of classes first. Right. Um, so yeah, it's a big it's a big tube mm-hmm. and you put on a little outfit Mm-hmm. Um, you and put on a flight suit. It's not little, like they don't put you in a tutu or something. Little outfit. Uh-huh. You get into a little outfit and um, then you go into the tube and the wind pushes you up. Yep. That's it. That's it. Like that's all it is. But it is so it's much fun. Awesome. You're in free flight. You're, you're just like flying like Superman, like literally horizontally mm-hmm. on your belly with your arms outstretched flying like Superman. And it, it is great. It felt like when we started watching people do it, it felt like the thing that happens in the Star Trek movies when the captain's out doing something and then one of the crew comes and like stops him like, you got to come back to the ship for this emergency mission. I, what you I would also... Like captain Picard. You're, well, you have to do the Captain Picard if you're going to do that. I'm Captain Picard. There you go. That's a Captain Picard impression. But but you would also compare it to another thing from pop culture, which I thought it was a bit like, which was fizzy lifting drinks. Yes. Yeah. I would steal them. Fuck out of some fizzy lifting drinks, and I don't care about the candy. Well, we had determined as we were standing there waiting, it it takes a little while, you have to wait, and that's not even a a mark against it exactly. It's just, they had the the clockwork. Yeah. It takes about 30 minutes to get trained, and then you wait another 30 minutes for the other people to make it out, and Mm. then in that time, they used, like, they used the time very effectively. I don't want to say that we had to wait a long time. We did, but they they were very efficient. Yeah, it was in the plan. As we're sitting there chatting, we're like, you know... If we went to Charlie's Chocolate or Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, we'd be fine because we're adults. Yeah, the adults didn't get punished for anything. Nope. Just they're shitty children. It's just kids that that Wonka hates. Yeah. He seems fine with adults. So anyway, this was fantastic. So you you go to the thing and they they show you a little training video, Mm -hmm. which is a little cheesy, but not a big deal. It was kind of actually more cute than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, they tried a little too hard to make it funny. Yeah. Like, the girl was showing you how you should be, like, splaying your arms and legs, and the dude is like, well, there's no wind. We got to have some wind. And so someone got under her with a hairdryer. It was that level of comedy. It was kind of funny. It was worth, like, a... (laughs) It broke the tension. Yeah. Is all. It wasn't actually funny. It was just, this isn't super serious, thank goodness. And it was short. It was. And most, most of the training was given by a live person. Like, they showed us a video, and the teacher went out to smoke for five minutes. Yeah. And then he came back in, and it was very interactive. Anytime you needed anything answered, he was right there. And when we got there, it, I was I was nervous. I was really anxious because whenever you have to, like, I'm just, I'm physically awkward. I always, like, I was a lanky teen, and whenever it was like, okay, get on a horse, and I'd get on wrong and fall off. Okay, now, uh, we, we tried to go kayaking a few years ago oh. on vacation. Dreadful. And the thing just kept turning over and you had these perfect 
athletic mm-hmm. specimens like come on just use your upper body and juice your pecs and like oh god i really enjoy kayaking but i'm used to doing kayaking up here where you get into the kayak at a pier and then you just sort of what in a, in a river or a creek or something yeah. we were in the pacific ocean and, and which is a little more turbulent you, you do it from the beach so you have to get yourself out onto the beach yeah. In is, ocean waves, yeah, which, which are significantly stronger than... If you don't know how to do it, is a bit of a learning curve. And I'd never been in a kayak. And the thing is, these are things normal people can do. I can't do them. It's not like I'm saying it's hard. What I'm saying is, I am awkward. I'm very stiff. I'm just very physically awkward. Also, it was beautiful LA people telling you how to do it. They were all... They looked like unto gods, would yeah, you say? bronzed, muscly, just blah. Yeah. Like, well, I remember, my, my clearest memory of that day was coming back... And I had gotten my kayak onto the beach without, like, turning myself over. And I was feeling really good about myself, but my knees had fallen asleep because I was all mm-hmm. tensed up and doing it. And then the gal who was running the class, like, baywatched over to me. Yep. And she's like, oh, let me help you up. And I was like, no, let me do it. Yeah. Stop. Go away. Please leave me alone. Uh, but my, my experience doing just about anything physical is just extremely awkward. Like, I never grew out of that lanky phase. Mm-hmm. And I, like I say, I'm a little stiff. I'm not very active. I'm I'm in shape enough, but I'm not super active. And so doing something like this where you have to hold your body, like there's so many signs everywhere where it's like, hold your legs like this. Don't forget to look up. Don't forget to do it. I'm like, oh shit. Between just being a little awkward and, and ADD, like I'm going to forget something and we're going to pay a lot of money for me to just flail around. And and there was a bunch of kids running around because it's like... A- well, that's the thing. So th- that's what I was building to. So, okay. So I was super anxious about that. And then there's everyone watching you, mm-hmm. which would make me a little more anxious. I, I low-level anxiety. I do not have, like, crippling panic attacks, but I have mild anxiety. And then the group ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Oh, the group ahead of us. It was just a pack of wild children. There, like, it was probably a birthday party or something. There was, like, eight kids of all the same no, age. No, no, no. Feral children that okay. they took out of a forest. But they were all the same age. All raised by wolves. It's not like it was a family of, you know, each one is about a year older than the other. They were all about eight. Yes, they had all been raised by the same pack of wolves. Right. I assume a school bus had, uh-huh. like, Yeah, it's the same over, class or something. And they all got in the Lord woods. of the Flies kind of yeah, situation. Your favorite book. Yeah. Uh-huh. And were run by wolves. Yeah. And so that's how they acted. They ran around and pushed each other and screamed and... Oh, the guy teaching their class was like a hardcore bro. Well, he was that, but he was also like like the dude, in, the, the waiter in office space. He's mm-hmm. like, hey, what can I get you today? So he's like forced cheery. Didn't really know how to deal with kids. He had the bro element. So all of that together. Hey, nobody touch each other without being okay. And just, We were yeah. just looking at the worst case scenario and like... Oh, God. So, have but, we made a huge mistake? So that, and then me already just fearing that I was going to mm-hmm. fuck it all up with everyone watching me was just like, oh, God. And then we stepped in, and the dude we caught was so nice. Mm-hmm. He was he was funny without trying too hard, and he, was, he would answer all the questions, and it didn't feel like he was focusing more on one mm-hmm. thing than another. Like, everything about him was great. But he kept things moving along at a good clip, but he also mm-hmm. made sure that, like... You know, there's some stuff that I didn't realize, like, you, you were not supposed to wear earrings. I'm like, oh, shit, I better take my earrings off. Yeah, and um, he, he, a couple of times, made eye contact with each person and said, you understand, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was never a address the group. Okay, we're all good, let's go. Like, he made a point, each person, okay, your jumpsuit's on, you know what you're doing, no questions, let's go. And that's good. And he individual attention. goggles and their uh-huh. snaps and things and made sure that everything wasn't ruined. Yeah. 
And the group we had was also really great. It was totally perfect. Like there was a couple of kids, but it wasn't like well, the a thing wild is, this is, pack. This is largely a kid activity, which is fine. I, I was weird to me. It didn't bother me in the least, but it was weird to me how few grown men there were there. That was weird. It made me wonder, is this like a toxic masculinity thing? Like, did, I don't did know. guys not want to fly? It could have just been a coincidence. It could have yeah, just there been... was almost no dudes in the building except for some yeah. of the instructors. No, but it was there were plenty of it wasn't just a kid thing. There were plenty of grown women. Yeah. And one or two dudes. I was easily the biggest one there by far. Yeah. And I am six feet, 220 pounds. I'm not like massive, but I'm big. But I'm, I was easily the biggest one there. Yeah, it was it was weird. It was the, I just assumed that guys would want to do this. But yeah, it, that was strange to me. Yeah, but uh, it didn't make me uncomfortable or anything like that. It was just unusual. Something I did think was kind of shitty. And it was really the only thing about the experience that I sort of went mm, about was mm-hmm. when they sign in, they make you say what gender you are. Like, oh. yeah, that's you, I would hold that against whoever designed their website. It's yeah. probably not like the place's fault. But you know, I don't like that it's, anywhere. It's none of your business. Yeah. And why do you need to know? Yeah. No, any app that asks me that in any context. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's something like this or any, like, we, I, for the Star Trek show, for the new Star Trek yeah. show, we signed up for the CBS All Access app, and it asks you when you register, male or female, what the fuck do you care? And I know why. It's because they don't want to pay people to measure the uh, the, the demographic, the, the demographic mm-hmm. statistics, so they make you do it. But you know what, website? Get your goddamn hands out of my pants. Yeah. None exactly. of your business. Yeah. I think they fixed the CBS access thing. I no, think. there's two different places you can sign up is what it is. Oh, okay. Because I think one of them now says... Yeah, would one like of them does prefer, and the other one, yeah. not to say or whatever. If you sign up on the website, it still does. Yeah. And if it, if you sign up on the Apple TV, it doesn't or vice versa. I don't remember. Anyway, no, that was a little irritating. But again, that's probably their web designers. And it's probably a template that they worked from and they just didn't think about it. Like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna dock points for that, but it was a little shitty. Yeah, it was like, wow, why? Yeah. Why no, you it's, care? It's stupid. Everything, like I said, they hustled us through. It took mm-hmm. a while, but they still hustled us through. They had it down, and I felt very comfortable going in. Mm-hmm. And there's a line of you. And how many were in our group? Like a dozen? Yeah, maybe a dozen. And I was next to last. I was 11 out of 12, let's say. Honestly, being later in the group. Yeah, um, we got to watch what yeah. the deal was so we could see, okay, don't do that. Because that guy just face planted into the, into the floor. One thing I wish they had told you, and this should have been obvious, but I was thinking about so many things mm-hmm. that it didn't occur to me, is like, close your mouth, because I got spit all yeah. over the place, because I was smiling, because I was happy. Well, and, and not only that, but when they're taking pictures of you, the first round of mm-hmm. they, we went through twice. Yeah. The whole line of us went, and then the whole line of us went a second time. And for the first time you went in, your mouth was open, so the whole time your cheeks were... <laughs> yeah. So, and I was like, you know, you want pictures of this. Maybe, uh, maybe next time, close your mouth. I just had a big smile on my face because no, I was enjoying myself. And then I got spit like all up the side yeah. of my face. Plus there's so like a hundred miles an hour of wind blowing yeah. right into your mouth. So probably dried your mouth out a little bit too. But anyway, no, the, and then, so because we were near the end of the line, we get to watch everyone. So by the time it was my turn, I knew exactly what I was doing and I didn't fuck it up at all. It was great. You did really, really good. Apparently, I did better than you. Yeah, they give at the end. They give you like a little certificate. This show, like you did. Yeah, you graduated. You earned your wings. You did these groups of things, and you did more things than me because you did better than me. I didn't want to make a thing out of it, and I still don't. And you know, it's it's funny. But I will say, the guy when he handed me the certificate, he said, "You did really good out there," and he handed it to you. He said, "You finished it," (laughs) or something like that. (laughs) You passed. Yeah, you he got. Said you passed. Yeah, that's it. 
And that's his, that uh, was like, oh man, I didn't say it, he said it. Gold star. The thing is, like I said, I'm very awkward. I'm very physically, like, I'm just, I, there's a lot of stuff I can't do. And you're better at me than so many things. I will not make a thing out of it. Finally, there's one thing I'm okay at. That's good. <laughs> but and, it was funny. And I, the thing is, I wasn't like amazing at it but i still really enjoyed myself i felt like a superhero i felt like i was flying well the thing is okay so you go through once and what it is is you get one minute yeah and the dude is there the whole time you'll see this in our pictures um you have handles on your jumpsuit mm-hmm. and uh, like arranged like which is good so he doesn't have to grab your butt or anything there's like a couple on your legs a couple on your back and, and actually i will say there was some I, like watching some people there um like some of the instructors really had to like uh maneuver some of the the clients Mm -hmm. and they really went out of their way not to like grab people's chest they probably have special training yeah but it was like it's nice to see that if in this thing where there is touching they they try and make it right as like cool as possible well in the in the beginner level thing yeah you were there attended the whole time the guy is in there with you the Mm -hmm. whole time and he makes sure you're upright and if you're not in the right position they have some agreed upon uh hand signals Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, straighten your legs, bend your legs, uh, move your chin up, and uh, relax a little more. And I was certain I was going to hear relax a little more because I'm very stiff. But it turns out the stiffness works in my favor. But anyway, so you go through the first time and he just takes you, like, you're just hovering a couple feet off the thing. Second time he offers you the chance, it's a little bit extra, it's like 10 bucks more, uh, to fly up. To fly, like, 20 feet up. And we both took it. And that was so cool. It was really cool we got to go up very high and it felt again it felt like flying you were flying you literally were flying flying but you were flying and the um the only thing i didn't like about that was he has to spin you a lot and that's how you get yeah like like a helicopter yeah yeah and so it's the two of you spinning in tandem up and up and up like a corkscrew and i get dizzy pretty easy and so and because you knew what the hell you were doing. Apparently because go I'm I'm times. good at it. Yeah. He yeah. took me up three or four times instead of the usual two. He usually would take people up twice and like, okay, that's enough with you. And I'm going up a third time. I was like, oh, cool. This must be easy for him. Good. Good. Good job me. I'll pat myself on the back when I can move my arms again. <laughs> it, it, the experience is very, um, it's not really like anything I've, I've felt before because it's yeah. a lot of pressure pushing up on your body yeah. and you're pushing you're in a wind sort of, tunnel blowing a hundred miles an hour at you and you're pushing sort of down so it did very much feel like um resistance training or like when you're on like a, a weight machine my arms hurt like i was lifting things because mm-hmm. i guess i was in a way and i came out feeling like not like in pain but my arms were sore like i'd been pushing against a heavy thing which well, again is like i if you think about doing. it it makes sense yeah but it's not something you know the number the number came up like when the, the little pitch thing mm-hmm. comes up when you throw a ball and it says you you know it went this fast and most of us because i was noticing this is obvious but the lighter people the little kids uh, they would go 88 miles 89 miles an hour and then for me it went up to like 100 because i'm heavier and so i was kind of paying attention to how fast the, the the air was going which was kind of a neat thing there's a dude, there's a booth, and the dude controls it, mm-hmm. and he's like a DJ. <laughs> Your wind DJ. Yeah, it was, we- it was a weird, like... Also, you pointed this out, one of our wind DJs looked just like Mona Lisa from Parks and Rec. <laughs> the worst! Money, please! Yep. Yeah, so that was, that was a little weird. <laughs> like, oh god, don't let her be in charge of it, she's the worst! <laughs> she's literally the worst, there's a song about that. 
It just <laughs> says the worst, but that's it. But yeah, everything about it was fantastic. And then the only the only slight thing is like, okay, it's a little costy. Yes, it's something that we'd been looking at for a while, and we kind of had to put our penny. You know, we kind of put our pennies aside, and we're like, okay, we're gonna put a little of our. This is easily the most expensive episode of we're trying yes. so far. Yep. By a lot. Yep. Because we bought a pressure cooker and then did this. And yeah, it's it was um we got a package that covered two people and it was mm-hmm. 160 bucks. And um that so was, was 80 for, bucks a piece. Yeah, that was for two, two people goes. to go two times. Yeah. And then on top of that, if you want to do the go up higher thing, that's another 10 bucks a mm-hmm. piece. And then if you want pictures, they're like 10 bucks each. Right. And we wanted to get some pictures, and we actually uh, got a video, too, so you guys can see me flailing around. Unfortunately, there was a video of me, and you couldn't see. Like, I have very distinct features. Like, I have bright orange hair and a bright orange beard, and I was turned away from the camera for the whole video. So it's like, that could be anybody. So I didn't bother getting that. Yeah, but uh, so we'll we'll put that up with the pictures. It's just us in our little outfits. Yeah, it's exactly what we've described to you. But if you want to see it, it was a very cool experience. And... Worth the money, I would say. I would say so. Like, I was a little worried that we were going to spend, a, a, you know... A, a almost non- 200 bucks. Almost 200 bucks on and something. And most of a day. And yeah. And it did take us... Because we got there at 2.30 and we came right home and recorded it and it's 5.30 now. So it took three hours. Yeah, it took a significant amount of time, but I don't regret it. I came home no. feeling all jacked up on energy. That's why we wanted to immediately turn on the mics. Like, it was less than an hour ago since we finished. No, oh, so cool! Like, we grabbed some lunch and then came right here. Because, like... The adrenaline was so like, ah, this is so cool. We talked about doing this during the week, like after work, but that would be like six, seven o'clock and the adrenaline would keep us up till midnight. And that's bad. Useless at work. Yeah, exactly. So, Um, uh, but, um, something that was cool is, um, the guys who are like the instructors know how to do more stuff. So mm -hmm. after every group. Oh yeah. You get an intermission. Yeah. Like an intermission show where they'd show off their like tricks and stuff. Yeah. So guys like doing flips and our guy like did this really neat thing where he like ran up the wall and up the ceiling and down the other wall. I liked it best when he shot straight up like a rocket. Yeah. Almost to the, to the high, high ceiling and then back down again. And he saw a grandpa on the uh, like the, the glass sides of uh-huh. the uh, the thing and like popped out in front of him and everyone was delighted. Yeah, every now and then he'd come up to the wall and yeah. do like a high five through the glass, which was which was great. Our guy was better than the other guys. Like we we saw two or three of these mm-hmm. intermission shows and our guy was way better. He was like I got a lot of time for him. He did yep really good work. Yes, absolutely. So uh, what do you think rating wise? Uh, I would say this is a nine. I think this is the best thing we've done so far. Easily the best thing yeah. we've done so far. And I loved VR. Yeah, VR was, yeah. but will we give VR like an eight? An I eight, think? Yeah. yeah. VR was quite good. This is better than VR. This was better than VR. The, if it cost less, that's the only, like that was, that's probably the only thing keeping it from a 10. Yeah, because I think like, I mean. It's a little spendy. It's a little spendy. I could see doing it again, like if we had a buddy who really well, the wanted thing is, to go. The, this is the intro level one. Mm-hmm. The next one, first of all, they give you a discount after you've done it. So you get a little less, but also there's other things you can do. Like they, they let you go in by yourself or together. If the two of us went in together and we could actually make that work, that'd be super cool. That'd be super cool. Yeah. So like, or yeah, if we took a friend, like it's not terribly far from our house. So we could go, Hey, let's go do this. So yeah, super fun. Uh, anything else you want to say about that? No, mostly just like inarticulate yays. Right. No, it was fantastic. Um, but no, it was a, that was a really good, highly recommend. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. No question. And, uh, now I'm going to end the show the way I end the show, which I know how to do it. The organic way that you always transition to Mm -hmm. the ending. We're going to transition to it right now. 
This has been a co-production of Ron Algar-Watt and Amanda Smith for Algar Productions and Giant Black Albatross, copyright 2017. For show notes, photos, RSS feed, and more details about us, visit we'retrying.com. Oh, I don't write a whole lot of letters. I figured I'd better say something.